0: Hi, everybody. This is Kevin Clark with Valpoint Real Estate and Development. Got another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. And today, <clears throat> boy, it's still fighting that cold. <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you about finding the right house. Like that TV ad with renting cars. You're not just going to find a house, you want to find the house. Sounds corny, but I understand. Here's what I think if you find a good agent or realtor, as I always tell you, and you do the hard work, you put in the effort, you get yourself educated, you don't have to become a realtor or an agent, but you give yourself the tools and the information to make the best decision possible, and you get that agent. To give you all those tools through mortgage brokers or mortgage bankers, all the inspectors, title people, and their expertise, most importantly, you're going to find the right house. Here's how I do it with my clients. Your agent may do it differently. That's okay. Your market may be different. It may be a different time of the year. It just depends. But generally, what I will do is I've already determined that you've interviewed some agents, you like me, we are a good fit, you're ready to buy, not nine months from now or a year from now, you're ready now. <coughs> We've discussed any issues about you possibly selling your current home if you have one, your finances, down payments, credit score, All the things that go into preparing to make that decision to move forward and buy a house. What I will then do is sit down with you, either in person, by Zoom or some other means to visually sit down, or over the phone. doesn't matter. Whatever is best for you and your realtor agent. And then I'll ask you questions. Where are you thinking to move to? What are you looking for in your next home? How big is it? How many bedrooms? How many baths? Are there any particular wants or needs you might have? You may say, I have to have a pool. Or it has to be two stories. Or has to be on some land. Or I'd rather have it be in a subdivision. It has to be a big subdivision. It has to be close to the freeway, not close to the freeway, near my kid's school, my work. All those things that go into where and how you're looking for your property. What I will then do is go into the MLS or could be off-market properties, but initially the MLS. And I will look at all the active properties because those are the properties that are currently for sale. I will explore expired, withdrawns, cancels. I'll look on the hot sheet to see if that's what they call it down here. But the most active properties which have had price changes or some other aspect of the listing has changed so that it's come up as being something new. And I will send you 1520 properties. I know it sounds like a lot in the old days. They used to say, well, you've got to look at and see at least 30, 40 properties before you make a purchase. Well, that's not so much how it's done now. Why I don't know, but whatever your agent decides the amount is, and I send them to you electronically and I tell you to go through them all. And what you can do is you note them by the MLS number, Multiple Listing Service number. And you basically go through them at your leisure over the weekend, in the evening with your partner or husband, wife, whatever the case may be, or just yourself if you're doing it on your own. And you're going to go through all these properties. Look at the photos, see the descriptions, see about the size, the shape, color, layout. Where it's located, what's the topography? Is it got kind of a driveway flat going in? <clears throat> is it up going up a little hill? Is it driving down into the parking? So you figure all these things out and then you'll call me and we'll go through it. And I'll say, which ones did you like and why? And which ones didn't you like and why? And what'll happen is, You'll be going through it and say, well, I didn't like number one. It was too this or that, too small, too big. Didn't like the layout. I love number five, but I didn't like its location or I didn't like the slope going into the driveway or I didn't like the neighborhood as much. And you're going to start giving me the data points, the critical information, so that I can start narrowing down what you're looking for. Not going out and driving around and burning down, you know, gasoline or whatever gasoline costs. It's cost a lot more now, so you don't want to do that. Time-consuming, pain in the neck. You want to do it electronically, online. People have got great photos. They've got great descriptions. You can call the agent and ask more questions. You just say, hey, look, call on number 17 and ask the agent X, Y, or Z. And I'll do that. Hey, I've got a client who's interested, possibly in your home. They had some questions, which are good things to have as a seller because you have a buyer who's indicating he may be interested in your property, which is the whole game. The more eyes you get on properties, the better as a seller. Now, as a buyer, I always recommend to my clients that they go out on their own and look in realtor.com Zillow, Redfin, whatever databases they happen to run into because they're all tied into the MLS, IDX, the feeds that they get. There's three, 400 of them, as I've said before. And they may find a property that I didn't even have on a list because here's what happens. You as a buyer will be going through that list of homes and you're going to start narrowing down what's important to you. But on the other hand, you may for fun or just part of the process, go poaching around the internet looking for other properties. Now, the internet, you know, it's a jungle out there. You may find a property and say, oh, I really love this, Kevin. Well, it maybe is gone already under contract, or maybe it's expired. Some of the databases aren't as current as you would hope or think they are, but it still gives me data to know what you're looking at. Or it could be property that goes outside the parameters we laid out of what they're looking for. And that may say, I love this property I found. I'll say, wow, how'd I miss that? Oh, it's bigger or it's different some way or it's in an area that I never thought you would be willing to go to, as a result of that, they may find that needle in the haystack, that diamond in the rough. So what I always recommend is giving the client a lot of properties to look at in the beginning, and then I start narrowing it down. After that first round of properties, I may only give them another 10 to look at. And then they'll start saying, oh, yeah, these are much better. These are more what I'm looking for. I particularly liked these five. And they may say at that point, you know what? I really would like to go see them because I'll tell you, even with the best photographs or these Manafort or all these other virtual tours and such, it's good. It's fantastic technology. But there's something about The old joke, kicking the tires, seeing that car, sitting in it, see how it really fits you. Same with the home. You may get a feel for being in the home, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. It may be, wow, this looks totally different than what it did online. Or, wow, this could be, this is fantastic, this is better looking than the photos even showed it. Look at this backyard, it's bigger than I thought it was based on the pictures. You just never know. And it's easy to go see homes. They usually have lock boxes on them. They're easy to coordinate, usually even with the sellers living there, if that's the case. So for me, it's all about getting the right information. See, here's the old thing. Bad information in, bad results out. Good information in, good results out. So that's what I want. I want to give the client as many opportunities to tell me, wow, this is not what I'm looking for. None of these homes. You're missing what I'm trying to get at as far as what I'm looking for a home. And we'll sit down, (coughs) excuse me, and rehash it. Or I'll get lucky because I'm that good. (coughs) And on the first round, they're going to (coughs) say, wow, I liked. Almost all of them, but here's little things. If I could get number 15 on the list and I could trade out the kitchen on number 8 or the backyard on number 20, that would be the perfect home. Well, then I go into the multiple listing service and look to see if it exists. Many times you cannot find what they want, and that's when they have to make a decision. Am I going to wait and continue to look? and hope that, that home, that unicorn as it's called, will pop up? Or do I adjust my needs as a buyer and say, well, you know what, I really want that gourmet kitchen, but I can live with a slightly smaller backyard. Or I really want it to be, you know, all the master on the ground floor and all the kids upstairs. Whatever, I want an extra bathroom. Well, there are some homes that maybe... You say to them, "Hey, why don't we have a contractor come out? They can tell you how much it'll cost to add a bathroom upstairs if you want." And then that's something you can do after you bought the home in the future. Or you may say, "You don't like the current kitchen?" Well, "What would it cost to remodel it?" And can we get a credit to say, "Hey, look, I'd like to get a, you know, a credit for my closing costs and, you know, I don't like the finishes in the kitchen, but if I could get some incentivization by the seller or something to incentivize me to go ahead and pull the trigger and buy it, I might go for it. And you know what? You don't know what sellers or buyers are good to do if you don't ask. you got to ask. You don't ask, you don't get. <coughs> so that's how I do it. And I go through the process and eventually... Most of the time, we find them the right house. And I rarely, if ever, have somebody come back saying, boy, I really screwed up. I shouldn't have bought that house. Because if that happens, that means I didn't do my job. And to a smaller extent, the buyer didn't do their job. They weren't honest with themselves or honest with me. And they just weren't upfront about what they really wanted. And I always try to explain to clients... You can't hurt my feelings. You need to be perfectly honest. If I'm doing a terrible job, hey, fire me. Or give me better information. Because once I have better information, I can give you better results. Sometimes it's easy. It flows like water. Other times it's like pulling teeth, wrestling an alligator. The husband wants one thing. The wife wants another thing. the the partners or the people who are going to live together disagree on something. It's all about compromise, working together, coming up with a mutual, beneficial, and positive situation where you, as the buyer, can get what you want and need. Many times, the needs will outweigh the wants because that's just a want. I, I have to have this, but I'd like to have that. But I guess I can give up that want to get all the needs I have to get. Location, near the school, work, four bedroom, two and a half bath, single story, nice lot, not a busy street, but not buried 100 miles deep in some windy road of subdivision streets. Whatever you want, that's what you should get. And if you have to wait a little bit, well, that's part of the challenge. You have to be patient. But if you're in a hurry or you're worried about interest rates changing or the market shifting and either the property values going up and you don't want to pay the extra money or property values going down and you're trying to sell your home that you currently have and you don't want to have that torpedoed, all those things factor in. But finding the house is a process back and forth with your agent to determine. How can I fine-tune what I want? And then you look, and if it's not there, you sit and wait a little bit. And your agent should automate those wants and needs into the multiple listing service and be checking every few days and getting notifications through the system and say, wow, that's what I want. Here's another thing that happens. You'll have buyers who will go out and go to the neighborhood and be driving around because they're excited. They're buying that new shiny object. You know how it is to buy a new car. You know, if you've done it, buying a new home is scary, frightening, exhilarating, exciting. It's like a roller coaster. And so they're driving around in that neighborhood, and they bump into somebody walking their dog, and they go, Hey, I... I'm driving around looking at homes in the neighborhood, I'm thinking of maybe trying to buy here, but I was wondering what kind of neighborhood is it? Or I don't see as many homes, people don't sell them that often, do they? Or what's going on? I don't see a lot of listing signs. <clears throat> and they'll tell you usually, they're usually pretty upfront Oh, I hate the neighborhood, I'm waiting to move out. Or I love most of the time, they're gonna say, I really like the neighborhood, you know, it's got a lot of kids, it's fun easy to get into, easy to get out, close to grocery shopping, close to the school. There's some back ways you can go to get to wherever you need to really easy so you don't have to get on the main streets. And they'll say, well, you're interested in buying a house? Well, yeah. Well, my neighbor down on Elm Street is thinking of putting their home on the market. And it's a beautiful place. They're retired or they got a husband got a new job, and they're relocating, or they just have been here a few years and they want to sell it's a beautiful place. Would you like me to show it to you, or do you want me to give them your information and you exchange your information or you know if it's only a close walk, you either you know follow them or give them a ride? I know how today in this you know day and age you're concerned about picking up strangers and likewise getting in strangers' cars but if you're honest and not you know, overly aggressive, you may find some property that's off the market, and you may call me and say, Kevin, I was in the neighborhood, I ran this guy named Bob, he lives over on Elm Street, and the neighbor, two blocks away, is selling the exact home I want, I actually went in and looked at it, here's their name and number, they're not represented yet, but they were going to go put the house on the market, can we go look at it? Well, of course, Absolutely. That's not a problem. And sometimes lightning will strike like that. But everybody has to do their job. Buyers have to be honest about wants and needs, what they're looking for, and disclose all of that to their agent. <clears throat> their agent has to do their job, which is mining for gold, looking for those properties in the multiple listing service, whether active, expired, canceled. Maybe another agent has what's called a pocket listing. A home, for whatever reason, isn't on the market yet, but they have control over the potential to sell it. You may have a neighbor that's interested in selling. It may be a for sale by owner, which we try to look for, but sometimes they just don't market it very well. That's why for sale by owners generally do poorer than when they have an agent representing them. So drive around the neighborhood and take a peek. There could be a for sale by owner. What if it says home for rent? Well, maybe they would be willing to buy, sell the home. They have somebody buy it. They just never thought of that. They're thinking, well, I can rent out. Well, wouldn't it be fantastic if I didn't have to worry about having tenants and maintenance and all the other issues? Maybe it's a second home. Maybe they have another reason they're trying to rent it and they really rather sell it. All these things factor in. So that's generally how I do it. Um, There's tons more we could talk about on the subject, but I think the most important thing I'm trying to convey is have an open line of communication with your agent and be honest with them and not afraid to tell them they're not doing what you want them to do so far as here's what I'm looking for and you need to listen to me because sometimes we just get it wrong. It doesn't happen often, but you're the boss. Tell us what you need where you want to look. And we're going to be honest with you and say, you just can't afford that right now. Or that's going to really stretch your budget. Or you're going to run into limited inventory in that subdivision because it's so much in demand that nobody really sells. All those things are not bad or good. They just are. So that's what I recommend. As always, I'm going to harp on it. Interview and get a really great agent realtor. Do your due diligence and your work and give your agent the most information and data that they can use to get you the best results. Finding your home that you want to purchase at the right price, in the right terms, in the right timing, and in the right place. Because remember, you don't don't want to buy any home or a home. You want to buy the home. And they're out there. You just have to look for them and you have to have a good partner, like an agent, in that journey with you. Well, that's all I've got for today. I hope it was helpful. I'm Kevin Clark. If you're ever down in the Mobile, Alabama area, give me a call. 251-599-6375. My partner always tells me to give you the website. I think it's search. BaldwinCountyAL.com I always forget that but I hope that's the right one and not somebody else's and if it is I hope they're a good agent but anyway give me a call if you're ever going to be down here we could go get a cup of coffee or sweet tea and talk about real estate or just talk about how beautiful it is down here and how great the people are I wish you the best I hope you are having a good day and I will talk to you soon about decoding real estate in Ballin County. And I appreciate your time, and thanks for listening.